Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And welcome once again to the H&J Daily, some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. And uh, Andy gifted some clothes to our producer. Not the first time he's done that, but... Uh, that's something that happened today. Yeah, you'll hear that. You had a bit of a chat about last night's game, of course. With yeah, yeah, yeah. Comments about Not it. massively impressed. No, we had a, a double birthday spread, which we was did. quite a surprising result. Uh, we spoke to the Moose, who went up to Wolverhampton, and yeah. uh, he uh, he was he was sent to try the sandwich that has taken the club by storm, that, that is fueling all the Portuguese stars. <laughs> the rudest man in the world. He is. He's he is. No, yeah. No, anyway, no you'll hear that. And the guys from the excellent podcast, No Such Thing as a Fish, they... Uh, work on QI uh, and they've written a new book and that's some amazing sporting facts from 2018 funny stuff uh, which I hope you'll enjoy as well so here it all is if I don't hear another touchdown gag uh, <laughs> well I've got a good one years. I'm sure <laughs> oh, I didn't know you had one lined up of course I you didn't. can imagine yeah. we went into touchdown overdrive last night uh, yeah Wembley, absolutely you know, well I American, thought uh, I thought I thought it was a great 65 yard punt no return for City's first touchdown yes it certainly was wasn't it yeah <laughs> what a ridiculous pitch and what a disgrace for the Premier League it, it I really wouldn't like those pitches being beamed around I'm sure Richard Scudamore oh. got home on the sitting there with his feet up with a cup of tea sort of slightly fuming I bet he listened to it on the radio <laughs> Yeah, honestly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. seriously, it just was that was completely unacceptable. Yeah. It was much worse down one half than the other. I would imagine, I haven't checked this, but I would imagine that the NFL game, it was quite a close game, and I would imagine most of the touchdowns were down one end mm. from, each, from both teams. So they were all, you know, all would the Would that be the end that Eric Lamella skied that one? No, it was the other end. Oh, okay. So the end that Eric, Spurs you're, were you're attacking. The hook. Yeah. I mean, to be fair to Tottenham, you know, they, they did well to resist after a poor yeah. start. They could easily have gone under, you know, they they were in there. They sort of kept in the game. I think they caught City on a bad day. I thought, you know, City, well, by their high standards, didn't play well. And had they been slightly more at it, uh, maybe had some players a little bit fitter further down the road and he could have trusted them from the start. I think they probably could, they could have got something out of it, possibly mm. even a win, although City had plenty of chances. But... You know, sometimes when you catch good teams on a bad day, I think you've got to capitalise. And the two best chances that Harry Kane 
Miss controlled that chance when he was potentially yeah, one sure. on one. He let him run away from him, and and the one from uh, the Lamella, Lamella was that the may one. or may not have bobbled. You know, we, we'll never know. But they were the they were the two the best chances. There is a, there is a bit of a malaise. One one would have been a decent result. Really. Yeah, it would have been. There's something. There's a bit of a malaise at the place. You get chatting to people when you're there. There's an awful lot of people saying to me, "I've stuffed this place. I've had enough. You know, I don't I don't think I can take any more mm. of this. I'm, I'm going to wait till we move now." There is this real kind of feeling. I mean, you saw the crowd last night. I mean, there's still fifty six thousand. The new grounds mm. are going to hold 62, so it won't be far off capaci- capacity in the new place. But really, unless you've got 70-odd thousand people in, you're rattling around Wembley still because of the size of it. But there, there is just something a bit off at the moment. It's great that Deli Ali signed a new contract today. Good bits of news like that help and players coming back fit. But there was an odd atmosphere. The, the kind of singing sections trying mm. to get things going as much as they could. But it, it just feels a bit flat at Tottenham at the moment. I don't think... I don't think Maurizio Pochettino was helped particularly with those comments. And he has said, I know via Jeff Shreves yesterday before the commentary, that his English let him down. But he does have uh, Jesus next to him to make sure his English doesn't let him down. And, and also, however uh, much his English let him down, he, the, yeah. the tone of what he was saying and his face and everything gave a, yeah. a truth and to and what I he was think, saying. I don't think so. many Spurs fans, are, if, if that was your manager of any club, you'd look at this guy. Uh, I think somebody has made the, the analogy. They're trying to spend all these plates, trying to protect an owner, trying to keep up all the tri- time trying to be positive for his players and for the club and the fans you know in the end it's going to mm. get to him you can't blame him for that I don't think the fans do blame him for that but maybe don't vocalise it because I think that can affect players ultimately yeah. if you start if they know that he's not happy that's not a good sign no. I suppose you know you'd say a player's to sign a six year contract mm. today so uh, that <clears> clearly <throat> isn't the case but I don't think it's helpful I don't think he meant it but as I said a, a bit of an odd feeling around the club at the moment um, I mean, Barney Roney, I was telling you, he said, he said on Twitter that if Spurs had not built the stadium, just spent £800 million on the team, they'd be winning trophies. <laughs> of course, that's probably true. But, you know... In you the have end, to have an eye to the future. Well, though, exactly. You really? And, you know, look, it, it, they're still going to have a very good team. They're going to have a fabulous stadium. You know, it, it doesn't... You know, in one sense, you know, City are clearly so much better than anybody else, yeah. including Liverpool, I think, although they, they'll be the closest, and Chelsea. So, you know... I, I, I wouldn't worry about it too much this season. The trick is to get into the new stadium, keep Pochettino, and try and build on it, and hopefully have some money for for players. Uh, I was thinking though that um, Edison's kick for the first goal was brilliant, and uh, all these great goalkeepers that we've got now who, who are so brilliant. Trippier's header for the first goal wasn't quite. No, so that wasn't was quite so brilliant. But it'd be great. I'd quite like to see in the closest a goalkeeper's five aside, and I'm picking. This is my team. Oh, right? That's a good idea. I'm picking Pickford, Edison. Allison, not his sister Muriel. Okay, yeah. Leno and Kepper. You can have Larice. Okay. Is that all right? <laughs> okay, so is that your five? That's my five. So who's in goal, though? Oh, <laughs> don't, we don't need a goalie. Oh, do you're you playing rush goalie. Rush goalie I yeah. suppose you're playing rush goalie. Yeah, you, you wouldn't play him rushing goal, though, would you? <laughs> not really, no. So, okay, Pickford, um, yeah, Edison, that's pretty decent. Allison, Leno, and uh, Kepper. 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 <laughs> Kepper. Is it Kepper or Kepper? You've got to have a system. Um, okay, I'll have uh, Loris. Who else can I have? Well, have, have a, give it a thought. Hart. Right? I'll have him in there, yeah. Uh, I'll have Czech. <laughs> yeah, this is my springtime for, <laughs> yeah, spring time for Hitler. I get the idea where you're going with it. <laughs> yes, that's right. So that's three. Yeah. I'll add to my team that might get a bit of a tonking. And uh, also last night, I did. Sort of, I wrote, made a note that uh, Mendy could be a slight Defensive chink in City's mighty armour. Yeah, and, that's uh, right. And, and Jason was saying that last night. Yeah, uh, after you know, the game when I was driving um, back. I got a text from my son about five seconds after I'd written it saying, Mendy, sort of question mark. I said to him, you really are a very good judge of, of the game. I said, well, you know, if you ever get bored with your career... 
which you you know you he's got a lovely career he loves it but so if you ever get fed up with it why don't you take over from me take over the family so he stays business. Hawksby and Jacobs yeah the family business and then I can fulfil my... no this was the family business <laughs> oh yeah then I can fulfil my life's ambition which is to appear in Neighbours. Uh, in, well, I said as an extra in, in the background. You can do that now. You could fly over Australia now. You know Alan Fletcher will make that happen for so you. So he said I should be Dr. Carl's receptionist. Yeah. That was his suggestion. So I said to him, should I play it as female? And he sent me a text saying, it is the 21st century. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, just to get this clear, I'm Dr. Carl's 65-year-old Jewish receptionist with no people skills. <laughs> he said to me, that sounds like a great show. Yeah. It'll be a spin-off. Well, because, you know, it'd be too obvious, wouldn't it? Because what they'd do is he'd have a sec- secretary and they'd, they'd have a bit of a spark and then Susan would find out and want her sacked. Yeah. And Dr. Carl said, there's nothing going on. There's nothing going on, Susan. She's just the next thing. She's having a baby and flying to London with her rock band. Is that what happened last time, wasn't it? I think, I think it was. It was. So, so where do I fit in? I'm, I'm the replacement, am I? Well, I mean, they, it's a, in, the, in the 70s, Andy, the, the, that role would have been taken by what they then called a dolly bird. But, but not, 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 not now. now. They, the yeah. 65-year-old Jewish bloke with no people skills. I think that I works. think could make a brilliant reception. You could be the new receptionist in, um, in The Apprentice. So you'd sit outside and you'd say, Oh, yeah, when they come in with a suit. Sir Alan will see you now. Not you, you idiot. You're out. <laughs> yeah. I'll put my money. You could tell them. Who was no, out. I'm out for calling him Sir Alan rather than Lord Sugar. And then when they came out and did that, well, after they'd gone out and they come out and do the hug with the ones who haven't gone out, you'd <laughs> yeah. say, oh, yeah, you're hugging them now. <laughs> Two minutes ago, you're slagging them off saying you were glad they were out. <laughs> so that, that, you're no well, people skills coming into, oh, that could be quite coming useful, into play yeah. rather nicely. There you go. Okay, well let's uh, let's find if you want to. Put, the goalkeeper's five aside is, is quite a nice idea, I yeah, think, Andy. I but think I think you've basically. Yeah, that's, I've, I've picked the best. That's thing. not a fair pick, is it? <laughs> not really. really no. If they were all in the playground, <laughs> if all the Premier League goalkeepers <laughs> yeah, were in the playground exactly and we were picking, I would have had a bad day there. I would think. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport. The Moose joins us briefly from Wolverhampton. Uh, Moose, we've asked you to go off uh, to the city, which you you were in town, so you've popped down to try out. Uh, this uh, Francesina, which is this uh, kind of equivalent, Portuguese equivalent of the croque monsieur that a number of the Portuguese players who are currently at Wolves have been eating and uh, fueling them, we're told, uh, this season. So you're there, I understand. Yeah, yeah I've, been, I've seen all the uh, Portuguese boys this morning, actually. I was at Bologna. They, uh, they opened the ground for 2,000 kids to come watch training and get pictures and autographs. So it was, it was great initiative by Wolverhampton Wanderers Football Club. Uh, I spoke to a couple of players. Sorry, I'm just walking I'm a bit out of breath. Uh, up Prince's Street. Hang on a second. Where's King Street? I've been told it's on King Street. Yeah. Hang on a minute. Let me just, hang on, just, just ask this woman. Sorry, where's King Street? King Street. Yeah. Any ideas? King Street? Uh, no? I think it might be this one. Oh, okay. That's no better with English people, isn't it? No, Street, I, equally I, I, rude. Bit abrupt. Me. Bit abrupt. That oh, yeah, King Street. I found it. I found okay. it. Thanks to me how people don't know their own city. I turned on Wolverhampton. Right. This is only about next episode of the Mayor of Wolverhampton. Wolverhampton. You'll end up having to apologise to them. No, 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 I love Wolverhampton. Aromas de Portugal. Right, I've walked in. It's quite a small place, actually. Smells quite nice. It smells like a sandwich. Hang on a minute. I'll find out what the woman's name is. What's it called? Are we ordering again? Francesina. Francesina. That's it, yeah. It's a great idea. It's going to get us an award, I think. Excuse me. What's your name? <laughs> Monica. Monica. Can I have a Francesina? I don't have. Just sold everything today. I'm sorry. Oh, no. All right. Well, that's no good. Hang on a minute. When, <laughs> when, when are you going to get one? I don't know. Tell me about it. When are you going to get one in next? Thursday. 
You're going to have to stay overnight, Moose. You're going to have to do 48 hours in Wolverhampton. Oh, well, look at that, boys. I mean... Let's hope the Wolverhampton players aren't hungry this afternoon because they're going to get fed till Thursday. Oh, tonight. what a decent! Just, just, just ask, just ask her why they've. Is it sold out because of the because newspaper. of the newspaper coverage? Hey, let me ask. Hang on a minute. Sorry, what was her name again? Monica. Monica. Yeah, Monica. it's called Monica's Cafe. That's a clue in the name. Come, come, come here, come here, Monica. Yeah. Have you sold out because of all the publicity in the newspaper about that? Because yes. the Wolves players eat it. Yes, a little bit. Yeah. You're not going to get out until Thursday. Yes, because tomorrow I'm close. Oh. I'm sorry, you're closed. Oh, well, that's a shame. <laughs> yeah, well, you, open, you could open your own subsidiary, Moose. Because oh, people have got to have a day off. Yeah. Um, Monica. You, why don't you yeah, sell off. the Moose Asino? You could do your own one. Yeah, it's a bit more kosher, a bit I'll less tell you what, pork. A, co- a kosher sandwich, yeah. It would be kosher. I'm going to have a day off. She has a day off on a Wednesday. Who has a day off on a Wednesday? Oh. I mean, well, honestly, who on earth has a day off on a <laughs> Apart from this lady. Oh, well, look, see if you, you might want to try something else, Moose. You're good to... Look, we'll come back to you. I think we'll come back oh, to you Try later. one of those... Like, I bet they've got those lovely cakes, those Portuguese Oh, yeah, cakes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Look, you'll things. have something Portuguese. Have a chat. So ask have a... you got... Hang on, let me ask you if you've got oh. anything... Wait, wait a minute, hang on a minute. No, no, it's a famous me, cake. Monica, Monica, have you got anything that's Portuguese? Portuguese, all the cakes are Portuguese. Oh, oh she's got a cake, lads. She's got yeah. a cake. Have a Portuguese cake, oh, wait, and, and we'll come back cake. to you. We'll come back to why you're eating your cake. Pastel de nata. Ask her for that. Pastel Donati. That's the one you want. Pastel Donati. He's a great player. Custard top. Yeah, you are. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. And the uh, first test against Sri Lanka gets underway on Mm. TalkSport 2 next Tuesday, 4.30 in the morning. Yeah. It's underway. Uh, The test will be fascinating. Mm. Difficult. Now, if you've just joined us, uh, the Moose have been up in Wolverhampton uh, hearing from some of uh, their players. And while he was there, we sent him in search of the Francesina, this uh, very nice uh, sarni uh, that the Portuguese players mm. have been eating. They've been going to Monica's Caf, Portuguese Caf, and uh, they've been uh, taking, they love They're kind of equivalent of the French croque monsieur, we're told. Uh, 100 and, sorry, 1,800 calories if you do it properly. But uh, Monica's just told Moose, breaking news, that she's out of ingredients. The newspaper coverage in the sun has basically seen all the ingredients go. <laughs> he didn't take it well. But uh, they then they, she, she said the magic words, cakes. Yeah. And his ears pricked up. And uh, I take it, we, we rejoin him now live uh, in Monica's. Uh, I take it with a cake, Moose. Absolutely, yeah. Not only was I disappointed about that, but also the fact that she closed on a, on a Wednesday means she won't have any more ingredients till Thursday. But yeah. there we go. Yeah, cake. She's got Milfoy here. She's also got chocolate eclairs. But as I'm in a Portuguese restaurant, I've got a costel de nata. Now this is oh, a fantastic. Um, yeah. What? Fantastic they are. They're yeah. lovely. Well, I'm going to try one now. Um, okay. It's like it looks to me like a custard tart. But there we go. Uh, Monica tells me in the middle there's what was it? Flour, egg, and milk. And custard, yeah, good. Okay. Bit of cinnamon well, on it. Yeah, it's a bit well. more flaky than a custard tart. Yeah, isn't it? Uh, do you know what? That that was my first. I'm just touching it now, just sort of giving it a, a feel. And actually, whereas an English custard tart, the the the, the surrounds and the base is quite firm. Hmm. This this is it's, it's kind of breaking up a little bit in my hands, and flakes are dropping off onto the onto the napkin. What I need to do is have a bit of a, of a bite. Hang on a minute. Here we go. He's going in. Mm. The noises. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? Yeah. It's all right. It's all right. It's, it's all right. It's, um, it's kind of sticky. Oh, yeah. You know, like, the custard tart, doesn't, it's not sticky. It's sort of more runny. This mm. is, feels a bit more sticky to me. I'm going a bit more. Hang on. Yeah, he's going back in there. You're listening to Talk Sport. <laughs> Man eating a custard tart. <laughs> yeah, not any, not any old custard tart, Paul. Um, yeah. tart, Paul. 
Yeah, I mean, the flakiness of the, of the outside I can get used to, but actually, <laughs> they're kind of sticky to my teeth. <laughs> I can you know? hear, you can hear like, your tongue sticking can, to the roof of your mouth Yeah, there. no, it is. <laughs> I'm kind of like, it doesn't feel right. It feels like, oh I don't know, there's something on my teeth. I need to go and clean my teeth. Yeah, it's all right. You know? Right in front of the woman. Do you like my cat? Yeah, it's great. Oh. It makes me feel like I no, want to clean my yeah, teeth. No, sorry. no, hang on, sorry. Monica, it's very good. No, it's very good. Sorry, yeah. She's going to yeah, yeah, yeah. no. chuck you out. You're sitting there chuck saying, no, cakes aren't nice. No, now, do you want to know a bit more about the pastel de nat, the thing you're eating at the moment? It was, on, created, it was created before the 18th century by Catholic monks. Yeah. Yeah, did you know that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, originally yeah, based yeah. in France, they went there and, and started uh, making these uh, cakes around the time of the Liberal Revolution of 1820, selling yeah. them at a nearby sugar refinery to bring in some revenue. So you think of all the history that's gone into you just stuffing your face in Wolverhampton. Well, I'm not stuffing, I'm, well, well, stuffing my face. Excuse me, I might come here. There's ladies in the shop. Monica, come on. I mean, I'm a what's your, no, no. What's oh, sorry. Bruce, am I stuffing my face or am I eating this nicely? Uh, you're eating nicely. There we are. Oh, so the roots says I'm eating nicely. Yeah, that's that's good. Okay. Stuff in my face, eh? So, no, no, it's, it's okay. You know what? Not, not bad. Not, not, don't, yeah. don't look at her. She's got a knife in her hand at the moment. <laughs> good. <laughs> chasing, you down the, chasing you down the high street. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at UH1.com. That's UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hawksby and Jacobs here on TalkSport, the team behind the uh, hit podcast, No Such Thing as a Fish. Of course, they're involved with the, the fine TV show QI as well. Uh, I brought out their book of the year, 2018, a definitive guide to the world's weirdest news um, from No Such Thing as a Fish. James Harkin and Anna Tashinsky are with us. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Hi, yeah. Welcome back. Mm, yeah, you. good to be back. Um, yeah, so uh, I've had a good read through, and there's plenty of sport in there, I'm very pleased to say. So here we are on Talk Sports. There's plenty of non-sport as well, but uh, there are some... Some great little quirky sports stories. So tell us 
what the book's all about. I suppose it's fairly self-explanatory, isn't it? Yep, it's uh, literally the book of all the stuff that happened this year that we thought was worth writing down and reading about. So our job is always to find the most interesting, sort of weird, left-field facts from around the world that we think other people might not know. And this book is that, but for the news. And we kind of hope it's a slight relief from the you know, incessant barrage of bad news you often get everywhere else. fake news. And fake news. No fake news in there, I don't think. How good. (laughs) Was it a vintage year, James, for sort of quirky stuff, the sort of stuff that uh, you guys love? It was. It was a good year for sport, wasn't it? Because Mm. we had the World Cup and we had the Winter Olympics... um, I think in the Winter Olympics, the women's slope style final, every single one of the competitors was blown off her uh, snowboard. Yeah. Yeah. No one finished. <laughs> that no was it. Finished. That's good. Um, what well, I loved good, was a kind of a, a, a sort of tenuous link to sport that I love. The, the founding book of Alcoholics Anonymous, which dated back to 1935, was sold for £2.4 million at auction in LA and bought by the boss of the Indianapolis Colts. Yes. Who had indeed. his own addictions really? over the years that's, that's, it's kind of sport but it's not yeah, yeah. he it was bought it good... in 12 steps obviously oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 12, yeah of course he did yeah, yeah nice. it's a big news for big news for NFL as well wasn't it we just had the games in London yeah, um, yeah the yeah. Super Bowl I think it was uh, the uh, Patriots against the Eagles mm. Uh, and in the Boston waterfront, they banned everything to do with Philadelphia. So they banned Philadelphia cheese as well as any music by Will Smith because, of course, he's West <laughs> Philadelphia born and yeah, raised. Yeah, of course he is. Yeah. <laughs> you couldn't get a cheesesteak for love nor money no, in Boston, exactly. I suppose. Yeah, yeah. The, um, yeah, Roger Federer, I love this one. This, I mean, quite a lot of this sort of quirky sports stuff, you know, we, we, we kind of trade in this as well. But mm. this one had passed me by for some reason, uh, that Roger Federer had lost the rights to his own initials. That's right, yeah. He can't, he can't use R or F anymore the way he uses them. <laughs> this is a sort of logo thing. Exactly, that gold logo. Uh, the only man on earth who could get away with it because he changed his allegiance finally from uh, Nike uh, over to... Um, Uniqlo, what's it called? Wasn't Uniqlo, it? yeah. yeah. Mm. Which is quite oh. well publicised. I think he's being paid $300 million for a yeah. 10-year contract. Really? But Nike you buy owns... a lot of sweaters in Uniqlo for that. I think <laughs> you really can. You'd be laughing, wouldn't you? Yeah. But yeah, Nike keeps the trademark RF logo. So at the moment, he can't use his initials I think they're wrangling it out I really like the other tennis fact that I think is in the book which is in the Australian Open uh, Stan Wawrinka was beaten by a guy called Tennis Tennis Sandgren yeah Tennis Sandgren his first name's Mm. Tennis and he's from Tennessee I mean, it could have been, been worse. His last name could have been Elbow. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, it could have been. That's very true. Uh, talking to tennis, Boris Becker. Um, you said he announced he was an ambassador to a country he'd never visited. That was yes. quite a good story. Central that's African right, Republic, yes. wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Poor old Boris. He has had a bit of a rough year. Yeah, that was uh, Central African Republic, and he did that to get because uh, so, he said he had diplomatic immunity because he's in a lot of debt. So yeah. he hoped it might prevent him from having to pay back his debt. And yeah, he said he was a diplomat for the CAR, and then they sort of got back to him and said, "No, you're not. Uh, we've got no <laughs> idea what you're talking about." And he said, "No, no, I've got a passport. I've got a passport." And they said, "Well, we checked the number, and it seems to be one of a bunch of passports that went missing a few." <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, you've got a great little fact again I'm bringing this back to sport although it isn't sport because uh, uh, this is a, an A to Z of, of the facts right. yeah. A for Antarctic every minute the Antarctic loses enough ice to keep the UK in slushies for an entire year <laughs> and as part of this you've used uh, sport as a unit of measurement we're always big fans of that me and Andy yeah. so the line, uh, in the time it took you to read that sentence Antarctica lost 12 Olympic swimming pools worth of ice now Ooh. we do like to measure things in 
10 football pitches or 12 yeah. Olympic swimming pools. Mm. It's, it's a bit of a thing. Yeah, and we it? also like to kind of do it in a little bit of a weird way. So the slushy one, it was just like, what else is made of ice? Let's see how much slushies we have and let's see how long that would have taken. So we kind of worked that out ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> something everyone can relate to. Everyone knows <laughs> yeah. what a football pitch looks like. You can always measure well, something in football true. pitches. Yeah. Uh, I like the Nigerian fans who were told not to bring their lucky chickens to World Cup matches. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, there's a tradition of bringing lucky chickens. I think sometimes painting them green and live, them live in. chickens, live chickens. Yeah. yeah, and I wanted to check this. It's only in bits of Nigeria, and I remember it was going in, and we panicked. And I did get yeah. in touch with my friend who, from there, who said they do do it in some local games. But yeah, they're not allowed to. Yeah, in fact, in Nigeria, it's kind of commonplace. You know, you you, you go, you think, oh, I'm ready, I'm off to the match. Tickets, wallet, chicken. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but in the Russians weren't keen. Yeah. No, apparently, absolutely. yeah, because I mean, basically, if if it was a Budweiser chicken, they would yeah. have allowed it in, <laughs> or waved it in, wouldn't they? Of course, spoil sports. Um, Fortnite even gets mentioned because, of course, it's been kind of adopted by uh, so many of the players oh, in yeah, the sport around the world. The, the celebrations from the game. Yeah, so we just heard that Deli Ali has um, said he's going to stay at Spurs. Yes, yeah, and I deal. think in the um, FA Cup semi-final, he did his flossing dance. Yes, um, but I remember reading that um, there's some American sports teams who ask their players if they're addicted to Fortnite before they sign them because they've had a few problems in the past. Yeah, yeah one of the one of the Red Sox pitchers we talked about, you've got him in here. He uh, he had an issue, didn't he? Played so much Fortnite, it kind of affected his pitching arm and he couldn't yeah. play, I think. So, yeah. Sort of mad. It's embarrassing. Uh, we, it Kevin De Bruyne uh, <laughs> almost brought down the Haitian government. Is that right? Or? Yeah, or actually maybe did. Really. It maybe did. Um, yeah. Because what happened was, this is a little bit complicated, but um, Haiti wanted to up the price of their fuel uh, they had to do it. Um, they said, well, when are we going to make the announcement? But in, everyone in Haiti, because their football team is so terrible, everyone supports Brazil. Hmm. So they decided to do it during the Brazil-Belgium game, thinking Brazil will get through. But then, of course, Kevin De Bruyne had other ideas, um, scored an absolutely brilliant yeah. goal. So we weren't suggesting Kevin De Bruyne himself single-handedly overturned the <laughs> Haitian government. He's not a mercenary. <laughs> no. He didn't take a crack team of uh, Manchester City players with him. That would be, yeah. No, he did. There's, your, there's your film. A yeah. lot of people we'll say that the that. Man City players are mercenaries, don't they? But, yeah. um... <laughs> well, you said it, I didn't. Um, you, you've got little kind of sections, and you've done a little section on inventions as well. And among the inventions were Nike came out with shoes with a built-in treadmill. How did they work? Um, oh, yeah. Shoe for, designed for people who struggle to put their shoes on. As you put your foot in a little internal treadmill, rolls your, rolls your toes all the way to the end, so you can kind of yeah. slide into. That's a bit weird. Yes, yeah. inside them, you can yeah. slide around Is inside your own shoe. Well, we've never worn them, have we, Anna? Mm. No, because I don't have trouble putting on my own shoes. <laughs> I want to make that clear. Yeah. Uh, so there's no, good, I haven't tried it. Jay for judo, I liked. Uh, finalist in the Dusseldorf World Judo Grand Prix, fought so badly that they both came second. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Couldn't decide on a winner. Really? And they yeah. stood on the... So they both had to stand on the yeah. second podium bit, didn't they? There's great photos. <laughs> That's a bit embarrassing, isn't it? Yeah. 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 There was no intention to fight from either. They were too... Both of them were too oh, passive. Too passive. I think it was oh, it, maybe it was some yeah. kind of... Uh, it was. Do people just kind of come up to you in the street if they do recognise you and say, well, yeah, what about this one? Do you get approached with this sort of stuff? Or, um, or? We get emails, don't we, and yeah. um, social media and stuff like that. People are always telling us facts. And we do a lot of live shows around the country and yeah. we ask people to send us their facts by text or email and we, we always yeah. get prizes to the best ones. We did a really fun live show last night, actually, where because our fans are really into these weird facts as well. They often send us, you know, really brilliant stuff and we get the audience to send in their facts. And I think the winning fact the audience member sent in last night, and I might not 
don't remember what country it was, but um, Mali? it was it was in Mali. A bunch of countries said that they'd increase their military presence in Mali. And was it Luxembourg? Luxembourg said, OK, we'll do that. And they doubled their military presence in Mali to two people. Oh, yes, as opposed to one. <laughs> How's the connection work with QI, with the TV programme? Um, so we are the writers of QI. We write the questions and we write all the links for Sandy uh, and all of the notes that she has. Uh, and that's kind of our day job. Uh, mm. And this is fast becoming our day job as well now. Um, yeah. so... This is moonlighting, really. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. She's, I've, she's done well, hasn't she? Because it's not she's easy brilliant. to take over from uh, you know an institution like Stephen Freud made the show so much his own. So mm. I watched a couple and I thought, oh, yeah, she's yeah, done really she's well She's absolutely here. fantastic she's and amazing. getting brilliant feedback as well off everyone. Um, she's just a brilliant person to work with, really, because... Stephen has the brain the size of the universe, but then kind of so does Sandy, and she has all loads of extra things she wants to add to our notes as well. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, you get in torn, Anna? Do you ever get situations where you think, that's a good fact? Is that for the podcast or is that for the show? If it's really good, I just keep it to myself. I never <laughs> tell anyone. Um, often, different stuff works better for different things. So the yeah. podcast is more like maybe a punchy fact, whereas QI is good for maybe a slightly more serious thing that the panelists can mm. then play with and make funny or a longer story. But yeah, and then sometimes we just cheat and throw it out at both <laughs> and see who takes it. Okay. One final one. I love you. Is for urine trouble. Uh, a drug user who swapped her urine sample with a friend was jailed after she still tested positive. Oh, brilliant! Some friend. That's yeah, right. that's, a, that's a bad mate, isn't it? Yeah, You've really got to mention really that bad. when you give your friend your urine. When I gave you that, uh, yeah. Uh, the then the Russian bo- uh, bobsledder was spotted at the Wimbledon Olympics wearing "I don't do doping" uh, t-shirt just before being disqualified after failing a urine test. It's fantastic, yeah, isn't absolutely. it? You need some front for that. Yeah. So, anyway, the ideal Christmas gift, I think they say, um, your book of the year. We wish you mm. well with it. Yeah, Thank you. Brilliant. Thanks and, so much, uh, guys. Yeah, good to see you again. We, we rattled through. Oh, no, look, that was just some of the sporting stuff. There's an awful lot of non sporting stuff, but it is it great is. fun. So, yeah. You used a lot of uh, towels. I used a lot of paper towels. I found paper towels as markers. It's a terrible waste. Oh, that's what they were terrible. for. That's what it's <laughs> yeah, it's, This is not a critique of the book. <laughs> it could have been worse. Could it? James Harkin and uh, Anna Tishinsky there from No Such Thing as a Fish. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. Over the years, if you've listened to the show, you know Andy, our, f- our former producer, now a, a very much a bigwig here on one of the other sister stations. Oh, yeah. um, Andy was a, a similar size mm. to him, similar in height, not necessarily in build. But uh, Andy's a bit of a close horse and he'd often go out and he'd uh, spend money on this uh, gear, designer gear, as they call it, I believe. Yeah. And uh, realise he looked faintly ridiculous in it. Um, and would then gift it to our producer and dress uh, Denny up like a dolly, which was all a bit creepy. Um, so he's coming today. Yeah. Uh, you were having a bit of a clear out, weren't you? Well, my wife pointed this sweater out. She said, me, look at this. She said, do you want me to throw this away? I went, oh, bloody, this is a beautiful item. It's a bit of a vintage classic by Armand Bassi. I remember, I remember. Bar- Shirley, his sister. <laughs> That's right, in Barcelona. Yeah. And did you, I, Where did I, you I, buy that arm? Did you go into the Armand Bassi shop? I think I might have done, actually. But it's a, it's a beautiful, but it's a quite an unusual sleeveless item. It's, it's a high neck. It's, yeah, it's like it's a high a, neck well, sleeveless top. we call that top. the pie crust neck. With a sort of, you could play Aussie rules in it. Yeah, it's exactly a great description. Yeah. So I tried it on last night and I thought, Oh, it's a bit short. A bit short even for me. A bit well, have you short. got taller? I find that hard to believe at My your age. My stomach's got bigger. Oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's riding up. So I thought, I said, there's only one person that could carry this off. There's yeah. only one man that could wear this. Somebody's he, moved on in your affections. He, he normally wears a shirt and cravat at Chelsea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think today he's dressed in a sort of very plain, sort of 
what was it burgundy burgundy sweater yeah, yeah. i thought we get him to come in and try this on so okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so I mean, I mean if he wants it he can have it i mean yeah. it's a beautiful i don't know that would play vintage around the back streets of Torquay. <laughs> that top really it might be a so bit it's all, full on it's all yours if you want to come and try so look at this the producer has been gifted a, a yeah. beautiful item of clothing from uh, armand bassey <laughs> b-a-s-i what, what do we know about armand bassey and he's a designer well, you know much up. about uh, him you okay. can look him up if you like it. There's John yeah. Cadogan, our producer, has been what gifted. Think, Could you hold it up for the camera? We ideally need you holding <laughs> need up you to, to the camera. On, really. yeah, the camera three. Camera three um, just go on, just slip it on slip now. It Let's on. see how it Let's looks it there. Nice. Just so this is you are listening to talk. And sport. if you like it, it's yours. Yeah, uh, I think yeah. it. To be honest, I, I think it looks a bit knackered. I think it's it's had quite a few wear. You don't know how to put it on. It's the neck hole that gives you the it's a clue. sweater man with the, yeah. the label goes at the back. Yeah, that's it. God, you can if you say. Oh, for goodness sake. It's like he's trying he... to put on a bib. <laughs> it's like Mario Balotelli <laughs> all over again. It's a Balotelli bib sit. No, they're the arm holes. I said arm holes. Yeah, oh, for goodness sake, John. Yeah, here we go. Right, here we oh, go. Yeah, it goes go. over his head. Oh, nice. Let's nice. have a look at that. that really oh, look at, not really. Looks like it looks like a tabard. <laughs> looks like he's wearing a big camp tabard. I've had some taste for some mead. <laughs> yeah. Some desire. Go away and get us a couple of big horns of mead if that's at all possible. Not working for me. Let's yeah, ask in the gallery yeah, next door. The boys think, next guys? door. What do we think? Is it thumbs up or thumbs down? Oh, thumbs up from oh, Ruth. No. Oh, yeah, but Ruth, you know, don't ask him. Um, <laughs> the, the thumbs down from the boys generally, Bill, I think. It's uh, it, it's yeah. not. Yeah, it, it look, well, no, you look like. Keep it on that and see what they think. You look like you're working at some sort of medieval banquet somewhere. <laughs> yeah, so. Well, there we are. We'll get photographs and we'll let the listeners decide, but I wouldn't be seen dead in it. So there we are. Sorry, I mean, Armand, I'm... if you're listening. Do you think Armand Bassey's a big listener to well, the show? I think he is, actually. Do you think he's a regular? I know he listens to Drive. It's just whether he's tuned in early this afternoon. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Hello, boys. Uh, often he drives. Well, he must he's be a big kind of... Barca fan. Yeah, Armand, he phones in. Hello, boys. Yeah, terrific result of the weekend. We stuck it around Madrid. Great yeah. show. Well, yeah. there doesn't seem to be a lot happening on his website. No, is he, I hope he's all right. He's still with us. That was not two different stories. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, is he all right, Armand? Yeah. Oh, no. I've got, I've oh, got bad it? news. Oh, bad news. Yeah. Oh. Sorry. Uh, sorry to... Uh, well, that makes it even worth... 2009. Well, well, really, it that, makes it yeah. worth even more, to be that's honest. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It couldn't have been him calling in then. <laughs> so, uh, anything else, Andy? We'll, we'll move on. We'll return to the world of sport. <laughs> we should, really. Yeah. Uh, what else have we got? Um, Rita Ora's announced a world tour. Goodness, I know you're not bothered yet. about that. And, You're uh, like a publicist, really. If the TalkSport audience, they always know what she's up to. <laughs> she was on Strictly, wasn't she, the other well, night? She, I, I, wasn't, I did not see it. Yeah, my wife said that she's never heard her sing. She obviously got yeah. this level of celebrity. She's only made the, one album. Well, she's yeah, got another one she's coming got, out. Now. She's got a very good voice. She's a very good singer. Oh, tremendous. Oh, she's, she's a great talent. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you know, this? there's a piece in the Times today about uh, passing bacteria onto food. So, for example, the simple things. I mean, we all know about double dipping. So, you know, the, the, well, it's, you Seinfeld know. made it famous, didn't made they? Made it famous. You, you get a cracker or something or a crisp, yeah. you dip, uh, you have a bite, right. and, and then, then you, you go in again. Yeah. And, and George Costanza did it famously. That means you'll, you'll put a thousand times more bacteria than when you first dipped without nibbling. Yeah. So the first one goes in, no bacteria. Yeah. Or maybe some from the air or whatever's on the biscuit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a scientist, as you may know. Yeah. And uh, next time you put it in, after it's been in the mouth, Thousand times well, more bacteria. It doesn't take a boffin to tell you that, does it? No, no. Of course it go. doesn't. Uh, what about this one? I hadn't thought about this one. You know when you blow out a cake? This is not no such thing as a fish, is it? <laughs> Blindingly obvious facts from Andy Jacobs. <laughs> when you blow out a candle. Oh, yeah. 
you, you wouldn't have thought of this. You put how much bacteria you put on 12, the cake? 12,000% more bacteria than there were before you blew onto it. Right. But I mean, so you, you can imagine now that people would say, oh no, it's too dangerous. You can't blow your candles out. You'll have to have yeah, some sort of bellows. bellows. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's going to happen. It's a new business. It's going to happen. In these, so in if, these... you're gonna, if you're in the bellows business. Should we, do, should we start selling birthday bellows? <laughs> birthday bellows. We'll take those into we'll take <laughs> those a little into birthday the den. spread. Sort of uh, hi, I'm Paul Hawksby and I'm Andy Jacobs. <laughs> and uh, we're here to. Uh, tell you about our birthday bellows. <laughs> Nandy would get a real get a real uh, sweat, sweat on, on wouldn't be gone. sweating. <laughs> sweat coming off him saying, Do you know every time you blow out a candle on a cake? I'm sorry, Peter, I'm I am very nervous. Why are you so nervous? <laughs> just just spin it out and you're twelve thousand bacteria <laughs> yeah. on a cake. Flick me here, we've got all over Deborah Meaden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How much bacteria has come off of Andy's sweat? I don't think she's in it anymore, is she? Is she not? I don't, I can't remember. I don't know. I think she sure. is. They've changed the panel quite a lot. Oh, oh is no, she? Oh, Deborah's still in it. Armand, our producer. Our, yeah, producer. <laughs> he look, he, we've, we've treated out Armand a picture. We've te- treated out a picture of Andy uh, dressing our producer. Anyway, uh, thank you very much for that. So well, uh, there you go. That's right, when we've it? made our birthday, 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 the clown, birthday bellows fortune, we can come back here and do the odd show. Yeah, why not? The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Uh, we've got time for this. Yes, we have. We've got time for a quick double. T20 birthday spread. A T20 oh, birthday one spread. One held over from yesterday and So one these today. two people's birthdays, I've got to... Uh, it was Pele's birthday this week, wasn't it? Well, and it's Maradona's birthday today. Oh, it is Diego, I yeah. I haven't done him. Okay. Uh, 58. I'm looking for, because absolutely brilliant, I can find today's. Where's the Well, Pele's on, so oh, we're, just, we we're just waiting for you now. No, no, all right. Thanks, Pele. Sorry to keep you waiting. Now, if you've not heard this before, where you've been, but if you haven't, mm. I've got to try and guess the age of the two yeah. people Andy's going to give me. So do you want to give me a kind of group spread? Or can I, I've just got to be... I think I'll give you a group. I think the first one could be tricky. I'm going to give you a little... Have you eight years on that I've got one. eight. I've got to be within eight, eight years. years. The second uh, one. Of the first the one. one. I think you might well... Well, again, quite tricky. I'll give you. I'm going to be fair. I'm going to give you 16 years. 16 years for a both. margin of error. So really, I've got to be uh, either a kind of within the range by 16 years of these yeah. two. Play along at home, uh, kids. Yeah, because it's difficult to know exactly. You, unless you know the people, it would be quite hard. And I don't think you do. You don't know the Archdeacon of Rochdale. Yeah, of course I do. Yeah, <laughs> she's. He the, was at the game with no, us. No, so I came out of beer with us. Yeah, oh, she did. No, sorry. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, I'm thinking of someone else. She's the venerable Cherry Van. The Ven Cherry Van. And uh, I saw her in a Halloween outfit, actually, at the top of Cheltenham Racecourse. Yeah. What's that coming over Cleve Hill? Van Monster. <laughs> Lovely. I'm I sure. could have sung it, but, you know. I'm sure they'll be... thank you for that. <laughs> no, she's the venerable. Now, that, that, that's a bit of a clue in the venerable. Oh, the venerable. It? Unless, it's, uh, unless it's, she's kind of, it's been bestowed on someone who's 15, the Doogie Howser of venerable <laughs> people. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't think so. No, it's unlikely. So, if you're venerable, you've got to be getting on. Yeah. Um, let's go uh, 88. Oh, that's she. Was she hundred and three? Sixty. That's not venerable. <laughs> I can't help that. You're not venerable, so she's not venerable. <laughs> Just as the ven. I always thought the venerable thing meant sort of something to do with your religious position. No, no, right. no, no. Oh, it's, well, it's used. Oh, Actually, well. it does. It tends to be age. It's kind of. In its age and wisdom or oh. great character. Oh, it's well. someone who's experienced that, a lot. But you know, yeah. it, it, you tend I, I, you tend to think of people who've amassed this experience, say over eighty years, as opposed to sixty. <laughs> she's probably she's like Charlie Parker. So she's not like Charlie Parker, of course, for all sorts of reasons. But in the way she's like, because she's crammed a lot in. Like she's crammed. No, she's not like Charlie Parker. She doesn't anyway, play the saxophone. Anyway, well, she might do. I'm we're playing up. only for pride now because you were twenty eight. 
out there. Actually, so it is a kind of thing they use in the Anglican Church as well, I've now discovered. Yeah. So, venerable, she could be 26. <laughs> there you, there you anyway, go. Happy birthday. How many years was I out? Uh, 28 years out. So 28 that's, years. That's, that's blown the whole blown competition. I'll just do it for fun then. Yeah, we're playing for pride now. Go on now. Um, it's the uh, famous violinist Shlomo Mintz. And he's, I don't have, you, have you ever seen Shlomo Mintz? <laughs> well, I haven't. See, years on the headlines. <laughs> yeah, that's what marvelous, it is. Isn't it? Yeah. No, but I have seen... Have you his, got a court subpoena? <laughs> I have seen his French-style latrine at home. Yeah. Yes, he's Shlomo, the mince with the hole. <laughs> Blimey. <laughs> Shlomo Mintz, the violinist. I don't what? know. Don't, what? Well, have you ever heard of polo mints? Have you never heard of yeah. them? Sitting there saying, what, the producer, what? undermining his work? It's a mint with a hole, my lad. Yeah, he's with you, yeah. Uh, Shlomo Mintz, the violinist. What? 87. What is he? He's 61. Oh, blimey. I'm sorry today. to Shlomo and, uh, <laughs> yeah. and Cherry. Uh, I've got their ages. I'm, I'm it's all much older It's people. a disaster, it, it's, a, it's a complete disaster. I'd normally much closer than that. <laughs> it's true. Thank you, Andy. Thank you very much well. There we are, that was this afternoon's show. He's no Michael Pale in the moose, is he really? Charming people round the world. God, dear. Still a bit of fun. had a cake. Anyway, yeah. we'll see you tomorrow. Lutz Fannensteel, the world's most travelled goalkeeper, the Hoffenheim uh, international ambassador and part of their backroom team, will be here. Tim Vickery joins us, lots more besides. Till then, have a great evening. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.